is Vicki Guerrero, your host of the Excuse Me podcast. Thank you guys for joining me this week, and we are celebrating season four. Four years, guys. I am so honored to be able to keep continuing my show, and it's all because of you guys who download, comment, give me feedback, and also guest ideas. And in case you don't know how to get a hold of me, please email me at excusemevicki at outlook.com. And I appreciate everyone's time uh, to contact me. And this week, it's almost time for our special guest. Grab a beverage, get a snack, get comfortable, because this lady is going to be pure enjoyment. And I love her story. So please welcome Miss Giselle Shaw. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. I, I, like I told you before, you look beautiful today. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's just, you know, it's, it's lighting and a little bit of makeup and a little positivity. <laughs> there you go. Where's home for you, Giselle? Um, I'm in Windsor, Ontario, in Canada. I, we were just there. It's cold up there. You know what? It, it actually started snowing yesterday, and I'm like, uh, but but it went away. So I'm, you know, crossing my fingers that it kind of stays this way. Like it is kind of cold, but there is no snow right now. Oh my gosh! I I'm a summer woman, so I like to be where it's hot. Even though I mean I'm in Houston by the water, we still get yeah. some winter months. But I choose summer over winter any day, any time. <laughs> do, you, do you like do you do any snowboarding or skiing or any winter negative sports? negative negative <laughs> negative <laughs> <laughs> see i i grew up in Yellowknife northwest territory so it's like it's above the 60th parallel um of the earth and it's it's a lot of snow there and you know you could be shoveling like every single day no, thank so, you. I like the cold, but I also like the warm, um, versatile. <laughs> <laughs> Giselle, you are an actress, a stunt worker, and a professional wrestler. Yes. What got you into stunt work? That sounds dangerous. So, you know what? I mean, pro wrestling, I feel like, is stunt work. <laughs> so, true, true. yeah, exactly. And um, when I was actually in the UK, um, I was approached, um, you know, by, by someone <laughs> and, and, then they, and then they go, Hey, um, you know, we have some stunt work that we want you to do. And, um, would you be interested to do it? And I said, okay, yeah, sure. So, um, you know, they, they wanted me to, um, like send in my photos, um, like an audition tape type of deal. And, you know, uh, they they go can you read lines for us and I go uh okay <laughs> like I didn't know that uh stunt work you know like you have to read lines but like sure why not you know um, I'll read it and then I, I read it and stuff and then um they go okay cool uh really we really like you for this part you got the role and I go uh what role <laughs> and then I was like I was like I thought I auditioned for stunt work and then they go, oh, yeah, so you're going to be doing your own stunt work, but you're also acting in it. And I go, wow. oh, oh, okay, cool, awesome. So, um, yeah, no, it was, it was really cool. I loved it. Um, it's um, Warner Brothers Pennyworth. I'm not sure if you guys or if you've seen it. 
Um, yeah, Tell us so more about like, it so we can get our fans to watch it. Yes, so it's like a prequel to um, Gotham. So it's about um, Alfred Pennyworth, which is, um, oh, are we, are we frozen? Oh, I think we're frozen. Oh, hold on, it's frozen. Don't worry, I'll, I'll edit it out. Don't worry about it. Okay, I was like, oh my God, I don't know what happened. Um, so Alfred, it's about, tell me what the project is. Right. About. So it's about Alfred Pennyworth, um, Batman's butler. And this is when, you know, before he became, you know, um, before, like, you know, it's like his, it's like, it's like his story before he became, you know, the butler type of deal. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It's quite, um, it's quite gory. Um, but it's, it's, it's amazing. And yeah, if you haven't seen it, please watch it. <laughs> where, where can you find it at? So you can find it on Prime, I think, Amazon Prime. And yeah, it's on season two, episode five. <laughs> That's um. Defeated British women's champion. Champion. That's that's pretty. That's a cool little resume. I'm I'm so sorry. This I, like you totally just cut out there. Can you oh, please really? repeat the question? Yeah. See, being a two-time Revolution Pro, undisputed British women's champion. Yeah. Is that correct? Um. Yes, that is that is correct. Um. It's, it's pretty cool. The Progress World Women's Champion as well. Yes, that is that is so cool. Um, you know, especially because I am Canadian, and I had to you know move to the UK, um, to be trusted, you know, with a division with the company. Um, that was, you know, it's such an achievement because um, a lot of people I feel like go there to make a name for themselves and you know in wrestling you just never really know if you're going to succeed or if you're not really going to succeed um and I, I never really thought that I would ever even sign I thought that you know I thought that I was just going to be in the indies and you know and, and my legacy would be there in the UK so um I just you know like it's it's such an honor to be um to be a, a British, you know, women's champion there. That's amazing. Now to add your legacy, you are now signed to Impact Wrestling. Yes. I mean, you, like I said, you're moving mountains. And I watched you on Impact Wrestling, and I, and I love the promotion. And in November, you faced Jordan Grace. Now, yes. I know you didn't win. Um, I think I would be scared to death to face her because – like this muscular woman um how tell us how the how the match was and what is it that you are determined to do after having jordan you know jordan is one of the knockouts that i've always wanted to wrestle for the longest time um you know even like years and years ago i've always wanted to wrestle her and just never really crossed paths and um, and I was given that opportunity at Impact Wrestling, and it was incredible because not only was I able to wrestle her, we main evented, and you know for me as well, 
that was such a, a very important thing because it was the first time in impact wrestling that a Filipina and trans woman made invented in impact wrestling. So um, I was just like super blown away, you know, by it. And um, it's just, you know, like I, I gave it my all and um, Jordan is a tough competitor and that's why she's the knockouts champion. But um, I am not done, you know, um, my eyes are still set on that. And one day, um, whoever's holding that title, I will be there and I'm coming for it. <laughs> so what, where do you see yourself with Impact Wrestling? Like, do you see someone that you want to maybe tag team with? Or do you like having the singles competition? Or what is it that, what's next for Giselle after, after being defeated by Jordan Grace? Because this probably motivates you a little bit more, like puts the fire underneath you. Like, hey, now I got a taste of, you know, getting the belt. Like, what is it that's going to be next for me? You know what? I, I'm not really, I, I don't have a preference singles or a tag team. Um, I'm, I'm just super happy that I'm there in Impact Wrestling. And I just really want to leave a legacy you know, where, um, where I'm inspiring and educating, you know, the next generation, because I feel like what I'm doing now, I am representing, you know, a community, um, my country, you know, the Philippines and stuff and, and Canada, obviously. Uh, so I just, I just want to be able to show the younger generation that like, it's okay, that you can do it. If you just go after your dreams, um, you can, uh, you can achieve whatever you want. You know, and, and I don't really want to put that pressure on myself as well. Like, obviously, I want to be, you know, I want to be Knockouts World Champion one day. I want to be Knockouts World Tag Team Champion one day, you know. But um, I really feel like the universe is a plan for everyone. And I just need to keep focused and keep delivering. And, you know, when that time comes, then I'll just celebrate like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> Now, let me tell you what really impressed me when I met you. I met you at Wrestle Bash in New York. And yes. um, I've always seen you and I've always heard about you. And I, when I knew that we were going to get to meet, I was tickled to death because I know your story about you being in the community of the LGBTQ community. And yes. you came out this year as being a trans woman. And I managed Nyla Rose. And when yes. you came up to me and we were talking and you said, oh my gosh, can you introduce me to Nyla Rose? I'm like, yeah, I can. Like, yeah, that's easy for me to do. And, yeah. and to see you talk to Nyla and to share your story, to tell her how much she's meant to you with her journey in the LGBTQ community and how you are, you know, representing as well. I was kind of honored. I was like, I'm a matchmaking friendship. Like, I am just, I, I was like, I did this right here. Like this is yeah. together. I mean, how is that to be introduced to Nyla? It was, you know, it's so incredible. She's such a nice person. I've never met her before. So I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, I was like, I was nervous and stuff. And um, you just like, you just never know. Right. So you're just like, okay, oh, hey, like, how's it going? Like, I was super, super nervous about it, but you know, she's, she's just so kind and, um, it's, it's nice to know that, you know, there's another person out there that is also represented in the community who is just as nice or even nicer than me, you know, and I just, I just love it. And, you know, it's just breaking down barriers and making history for 
for for people now and for for future generations? Yeah, you know, this is quite the incredible um, with the LGBTQ community because of so many wrestlers and not only wrestlers, but entertainers and celebrities and, uh, you know, athletes that are coming out and saying, this is my truth. You know, this is this is who I am and and not being afraid to tell everyone, you know, like this is my story and, you know, this is how I want to be. And it's such a, a courageous move, you know, because there's just, it's, it's been so shut down for so long, but to see how, um, you know, you're your community. It is a moment for you being part of this community and, and showing who you are. What, what have you learned from it, you know, so far? So it, it's so crazy because I never really thought that I would be, you know, even coming out at all. I, you know, no, not at all. I I seriously thought that I was just gonna, you know, stay under the radar and stuff and, and just like live life, um, you know, um, under the radar, I guess, you know, um, but you know, like my, my story goes to, goes back to WrestleMania week, actually, where, you know, this, this fan, um, like I was sharing my story and this fan came up to me and she turned out to be trans as well. And she, like at the time, because I wasn't out, I was like, uh, okay, yeah, cool. Like I kind of just want this conversation to be over, you know, um, I know. And, and, and it just made me feel horrible, you know, um, because I looked up to the knockouts, you know, the divas and this women inspired me so much that I was like, you know what, if I was ever in that position that I would be able to, you know, help and inspire and educate people, then um, that, 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 that would be, it would be nice. And I got given that opportunity and I didn't. So I went home and I was just like, man, like that's so like horrible. You know, I just didn't, I was not happy about it. And then that's, you know, when I decided that I was gonna come out and, um, and everything has just been so amazing. And I just, I love it. Um, but also I've learned that, you know, people do with, with big, with a bigger platform that I have now, um, also comes with huge responsibilities and yeah. So, um, it's always, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot to carry. And I have to remind myself that, you know, that I'm not like a poster child <laughs> of the community <laughs> because I feel like people do, you know, they, they, they think like, you know, Nyla and myself are like, oh, no, like they're the poster child of this community, but like, we're really not. We just, you know, um, like I'm, I'm an advocate of it and I want to shed light, you know, with the, with the real issues that's happening out there so that I can educate and inspire people. I think, you know, it's so incredible working with Nyla for the past year. And, you know, we share the same social media. And I, I see people, you know, how they see terrible things, you know, in their comments. Mm-hmm. But how Nyla has carried herself with such poise and confidence in her own self that she doesn't really let anything, you know, break her down. Because me, you know, be married to Eddie and to be a mom and, yeah. and then become a superstar fans can be very brutal and very hurtful in their comments. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think I've had a bad day, but then when I see you know, Nyla's comments, 
I just think, God, like there's just so much hate in the world that it doesn't cost anything to be kind, you know, just Mm -hmm. to, if you can't, like my mom says, if you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all, you know? Exactly. And, and, but to see how, to see how you were at Russell Bash and you carry yourself with your head up high and such confidence, I don't think you realize what an impact you just watching your, your body language, not knowing you yet, because we, we didn't talk yet. You are going to be a fantastic advocate for for people at home that are afraid to come out. And I think that you're just, it's an incredible opportunity that what what you and Nyla have to be able to, you know, show them that what courage and, and, you know, what, what steadfast confidence is, you know, to be the person you want to be and to be on national TV around the world and to share your story. I mean, it, it's gotta be such a a great, it's a great opportunity. I mean, it's, it's an opportunity to, be that voice for someone that's watching you on TV that's scared to death. I mean, um, have you been able to, uh, you know, how does your social media, I mean, are you good with, you know, how the comments come in or do you filter or do you, I love the block button. Like (laughs) the block button. I just like, I don't even deal with it. You know, how is it with you? Um, So, you know, we all know that it comes with the territory like people are there's always going to be that one percent of people that are going to be negative but if i look at it in a bigger picture there's a lot of people out there that are so positive and caring and supportive and i feel like that's what i need to focus on is those people because you know there's there's always like people are never happy right they're always going to say something no matter what so why exactly so why even give them the satisfaction you know for me um it was almost like a like a challenge to myself because um impact did you know ask me and they go hey would you like us to you know filter out some things like you know we'll we'll take up a social media or something whatever and i said no it's okay thank you for the offer but i would love to see all the comments because then that means if people you know, say something bad about me. I go, you know what? That used to hurt me before, but now that I've taken my power back, you don't hurt me. And to me, that I, I feel sad for you because you've said something nasty, you know, and it's just probably because they're not educated with the situation, with the subject or whatever. People are fearful and that's why they make nasty comments. Um, so, you know, if if... I'm there to provide, you know, shed light to, like I said a while ago, to educate and inspire people. That's all that I can do, you know? And um, even if you're, even though, even if I wasn't trans, if I was doing something, people are always going to say something anyway. So, you know, yeah. like, I don't care. I just, yeah, I don't care. And um, I just, you know, like it's, it's a challenge for me that I, I see negative and I go, you know what? That doesn't affect me. Good for you. I love your story so much. Thank you. Who are your mentors in the wrestling business that you have, that you've watched to where you want to be in wrestling that you go back to and watch their matches and you, you research their, their legacy. Who are those people? Who's your Mount Rushmore, so to speak? So um, definitely the women's, I would say Trish, Lita, Gail. Um, 
Gail, yeah, so Gail Kim. Um, yes. uh, who else? Who's who your else? boss, kind um, of? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Hi, Gail. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll tag her on this interview. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just to make sure. Hi, Gail. Um, you know, Molly Holly, like those you know, like they were just, they were just such amazing women, but also with, on the men's side, I would say obviously Triple H, Undertaker, Eddie, um, Stone Cold, you know, The Rock. So, um, I mean, I've just, I've just loved wrestling since I was, you know, a little kid and growing up and that was my thing. And I know, and it was my grandmother's thing as well. So that is my, that's my connection with wrestling is that, you know, I watch it with my grandmother you got sick when I was younger. And so um, I'm doing wrestling for me, obviously, first and foremost, but it's also a nice nod to my grandmother that hopefully she's in heaven looking at me and going, yes, you know, I'm super proud of you for going after your dreams. I love that. Now, how do you want to make an impact? It's not a pun intended, but what's your impact or your, your impression going to be to change where women's revolution is going. What do you want to do to make a difference, you know, with the women's revolution? Right. So for me, I call myself the quintessential diva. And I know- I'm saying that, that five times. Say that five times real quick for me, Giselle. Let me see how that works out for you. <laughs> quintessential diva, quintessential diva, quintessential diva, quintessential diva, quintessential diva. <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, you know, I call myself the quintessential diva and we all know, and if you've been following wrestling for the longest time, that the diva has a really bad connotation to it, which is very unfortunate. But you know what? For me, where I come from, being a diva is not a bad thing. You know, it's someone who is strong, confident, beautiful, um, you know, bronze, um, like it's just someone who is fantastic, you know? And for me, I want to be able to kind of, you know, change the narrative of that and, and, and make people see that, you know, being a diva is not a bad thing. You know, like if you look at like Mariah Carey, um, Jeffrey Lopez, Winnie Houston, all these divas, like they were strong, independent, confident women and they know what they want, you know? And I feel like if I can, if I can change that, like that would be cool but also leave a great legacy that, you know, that it's um, that not, not only in ring wise, but also, you know, backstage where um, I'm affecting people um, in a positive way that hopefully, you know, I leave like a great lasting memory. That's amazing. What's life for Giselle like on a daily, like a day to day, you know, what's your schedule like when you're not at work at Impact? I'm, I'm very boring. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, <come> I, on. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm very focused on, on my work. So even if I'm not on the road, uh, I wake up, I, you know, I have my breakfast, I go to the gym, um, do my workouts. Um, I do love like a workout, a cardio I think you froze. And a sauna. So either I go to training, you know, if there's training in ring and then just, that's it really. Like I don't, you know, like I don't, um, I don't party anymore. <laughs> so, um, but those are the things that, 
you know, I feel like you have to sacrifice if you want to kind of excel in this business, right? Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be like mediocre. I want to be like the best of the best because I feel like everyone in wrestling wants to be the best of the best. Like if, and if you're yeah. not, if you don't want to be the best of the best, then I, I you know, and, and, and that's okay too. If you don't want to be the best of the best, but <laughs> if I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like we got in this business to be the best of the best and you have to, you know, make sacrifices. So what kind of hobbies do you like to do? I mean, if you had the opportunity to do something, what are the things that of wrestling? So uh, I used to be a figure skater and that's why I'm happy. Oh my that God. Winter, <laughs> yes. That's why I'm so happy that winter time is here because the ice rinks are, you know, are running again. Uh, so I do figure skate during my free time. Um, it's kind of nice. I love it. Uh, this summer, I think I talked to you about this, uh, you know, just comments online, but I went skydiving. So that was super cool. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I do surf as well in the summertime and I snowboard in the wintertime. So there's a lot of activities that I love to do. Anything that's fun and adventurous, I would do. So I guess I'm not that boring after all. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, I, something that makes me really happy when I watch you is on your social media on TikTok. You have the most adorable videos on TikTok. I'm addicted to TikTok. Like I probably watch it too much and I, I should be doing my work or like doing my, my load of laundry instead of like being on TikTok. But yeah. you have a video with you and Alicia and Tommy Dreamer that cracks the hell out of me because Tommy, I've known him for years and he is yeah. so amazing. Um, this is, I mean, would y'all have fun that day when y'all made that TikTok? I, I love, I love a TikTok. I feel like everyone at work is, you know, I think I'm, I'm labeled as, you know, obsessed with TikTok. Um, I'll self selfie queen. They also call me, I document everything. I love taking photos because I love memories, you know? And um, in this business. Yes, you have to, you know? And I know that's like frowned upon like back then, but like now I'm just like, you know, I'm like, selfie, 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 selfie. Like, I don't really care. Um, and, but yeah, and then TikTok as well. I like, it's not like I force people. I'm like, I convince people. I'm like, hey, like, do you want to do a dance with me? You know what I mean? So I actually just learned a dance, uh, dance today. So I'm going to be filming that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to ask and see like who wants to dance with me, but um, I love a dance TikTok. How many takes did it take for Tommy to uh, film that video with you? I think we did it twice. Yes. So everyone, yeah, I was like, I'm like, I don't know what the words are to this thing. I have to, I have to listen to it like over and over and over again. And I was like, okay, I'm like, you know what? Let's just, let's get on with it. <laughs> and it turned out pretty good. And Tommy loves the attention. I mean, he wants to be the center of attention all the time. So it's perfect. He, he loves TikTok. Like he's obsessed. Like if he's not invited and then, you know, we're doing our TikTok and he sees that we're doing a TikTok, he's like, comes over. He's like, oh, what are we doing for TikTok? And we're like, <laughs> Oh, so you've invited yourself. Got it. <laughs> no, but he's, 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 he's so amazing. Yeah. I love him. He's, he's quite the character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask you some questions so our, my fans can get to know you a little better on a personal oh, okay. basis. Ooh. Or swim with the sharks. What's that? Sorry. Would you rather skydive or swim with the sharks? 
Oh, skydive all day. When you come to Houston, you have to call me and we have to go skydiving together. I think oh that God. would be so much fun. I, I would love that. And you know what? Like Trey, you know, um, my friend who went skydiving with me, I, he'd be so jealous. <laughs> Let's go. We'll, we'll make them jealous together. <laughs> yes. I would love it. I would love it. What's the worst job that you have ever had? Um, I think retail because I, I, you know what, retail is a job where, you know, you're always folding clothes, but then a lot of customers just come in and they're like, oh yeah, hey, how's it going? And then, you know, and then uh, they just leave it everywhere. So yeah, I think that would, I would have to say retail. Yeah. That's, I would, if reincarnated as an animal, what would it be? What's that? Sorry. If you were reincarnated as an Oh, I guess. Ooh, that's a good question. You know what? Um, I don't know what it is with lions, but I am really attracted to a lion. So um, I think I'll be a lion. Okay. What name guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure. Hmm. I would say watching The Crown or the Kardashians. <laughs> very, two different extremes, Giselle. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's very like, to be like, hello, hi, like prim and proper into like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, name something in your luggage that is. Ooh, sorry, name something in, in my luggage. Yeah, that's unusual to have in your luggage, but you carry it anyway. Um, oh gosh, you know what? Um, I would have to say, I, it's not like unusual, but I think it's unusual for a person to have a luggage filled with shoes. So I actually have like two bags that I carry with me <laughs> because I have my clothes, I have my clothes bag and then I have my shoes bag. So, um, yes see that because you don't want your shoes to make holes in your clothes like it's all rattled in your suitcase i mean it could destroy of your course. clothes exactly yeah. so you know yeah so you have to have a separate bag for your shoes that's amazing uh what's your favorite candy um oh gosh you know what i don't i don't really eat candy okay. yeah Ch chocolate however different story but candy yeah i'm not a big fan of candy interesting okay uh, it's, tell my fans where they can find you on on impact like what nights you come out on and uh, what's your schedule like for the for the shooting of your tapings right so um and how you can see me on impact wrestling access tv in the, the united states and fightnet in canada and you can also find us on youtube insider and um, it is on Thursdays at 8 p.m. And BTI starts at 7.15. And you can find me as well on social media, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Giselle Shaw 08. Do you have any future signings coming up or anything that can like, help you outside of Impact? Um, I have, no, no, no signings right now. But, you know, um, if they follow me on my social media, I will keep them on the loop. That's amazing. 
Giselle, you are just a doll and I am so Thank honored you. to meet you. And I love your story. And I love the journey that you are having in professional wrestling. And I cannot wait to go skydiving with you. Yes, me too. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Be blessed. Have a wonderful night and we will talk soon, okay? Yes, especially you too. Bye. Bye. Wow.